this weekend, you're going to find out if you're in an emotionally healthy place because you will either be this or you won't be. Let's find out what this is in today's episode. So the big question is this. How do pastors like us who remain focused on the mission of Jesus and serving our communities without being distracted by everything in the world around us, how do we increase our effectiveness while living a lifestyle that doesn't compromise our health, our families, or our personal relationships with Jesus? That's the question this podcast is going to answer. I'm Dr. Brandon Party Cooper, and welcome to the Ministry Hackers Podcast. Welcome, everybody. It's Wednesday. Welcome to the Ministry Hackers Podcast. I hope you're doing well. I want to take a moment right here at the top and thank you so much for being a listener to the Ministry Hackers podcast. Uh, over the last several weeks, we have watched uh, more and more people join us, more and people listen in. And I know a lot of it is because some of you are sharing it, you are uh, talking about it, you're promoting it, and I appreciate everything that you do. And so um, every time that you, you know, send out a quote from one of the podcasts or you share something that's being said or you share the podcast itself. Um, it helps us out. It helps us get the word out. And quite honestly, it helps us to help more pastors and ministry leaders out there. I think pastors and ministry leaders all across the country need help. They need support. They need encouragement. Many of them serve in obscurity. They serve by themselves. They serve uh, not surrounded by staff members, not surrounded by other pastors. And they just need people who are there with them and who appreciate them, appreciate what they do, as I know all of you do. Um, all of us as pastors and ministry leaders, we understand the joys and the, the, the victories that we have as pastors and ministry leaders, but we also understand the valleys and we understand the difficulties and the challenges. And, and as a community, as a ministry hacker community, uh, as we're trying to figure out how to do ministry well and how to be effective, we also want to make sure that we are creating space and creating relationships so that we as pastors and ministry leaders are taken care of, um, that we're in good, uh, healthy places, that we're serving out of a, out of a sense of abundance, and, um, and we are doing what God has called us to do in a healthy way. And so, so I just want to thank you for whatever you're doing to help us promote the podcast. It's showing, and, and, and I appreciate it. If you aren't uh, promoting it, if you're not sharing it, if you're not, uh, you know, if you're not sharing something from it and you're listening and you value what's happening, uh, then jump on the bandwagon and start sharing. Uh, put out an, an episode for somebody, share it with somebody you know. If, if you know, one of the episodes really um, hits home with you or hits it's home with somebody else that you know, share that with them. Let them know that, um, you know, it's a resource for them and, and, and something that you feel like is valuable. Um, so share it with them. And so, um, but yeah, I just want to say thanks because I know that I can't do this on my own and I need all the help that I can get from all of you. And so I appreciate you joining me and getting the word out and helping us get the ministry hacker voice and ministry hacker message out there to other pastors and ministry leaders around the country. And so <clears throat> it's a great day. We are uh, T minus what, two days or three days, depending on how you want to look at it, away from Easter weekend. Good Friday is just a few days away. Uh, many of us are putting our final touches on our sermons, final touches on all of the event details that are going on, all of our services. Um, you know, I know some of you have multiple services that are going to happen between Friday and Sunday. Um, others of you are going to have a good Friday service and then a Sunday service. Uh, however the, the weekend looks and whatever the format is that you're using, I just pray that you are, um, that you are all prepared, that you have everything in your, in, in place and that everything goes smoothly. And ultimately that people's lives are changed 
because that's what Easter is all about. It's not about filling the room. It's not about bringing people in. It's not about building churches and growing our attendance. It's about touching lives and it's about lives being changed, coming into relationship with Jesus. And I'm excited because Easter is one of the weekends, one of the Sundays that really makes an impact through the course of the year. And so I pray that you are ready, that you're energized, that you're prayed up, that your teams are ready, that you know everything is set in motion and that the weekend goes really well for you. With that in mind though, uh, there's a test for you that's going to happen in the next few days. And that's what I want to talk about in this episode today is the test that you're about to go through to find out whether or not you are in an emotionally healthy place. Now, uh, as I've made very clear uh, in the podcast is one of the things that we are um, endeavoring to do is to make sure that pastors and ministry leaders are in the right uh, emotional headspace uh, to take care of themselves and to take care of their families and to be in ministry long-term, to be available so that God can use them in great and mighty ways deep into, uh, you know, into their years, as long as, as, as all of us are wanting to serve. And the tragedy is when pastors and ministry leaders step out of ministry too soon because it's overwhelming, because it's running them down, because they're struggling with depression, whatever the case is. And so I wanted to, to make you aware of a test that you're about to go through in the next few days that will reveal to you, at least in part, whether or not you are in an emotionally healthy place. And we all want to be there, right? We all want to be in an emotionally healthy place. We also, we all want to be in a place where, where we can really engage with the people around us, where we can be, uh, a mindful and aware of the situations that we're not just rote going through our tasks and, 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 and barking out orders and, uh, you know, and, and making things happen, but we're really emotionally disconnected from the people and the ministry and the things that are, that are going on around us. We don't want that. And so, um, and so we all want to be in an emotionally healthy place for our families, for our kids, uh, for our grandkids, for those of us who have those, um, you know, all of us want to be in that place. And so that's why I want to bring to our attention this test that we're about to go through in the next, you know, four or five days as Easter comes and rolls through and, and, and we get to Monday of Easter, the, the Monday after. Um, but before we get into that, I want to tell you a little story about, uh, you know, my first, I guess my first experience of being in charge of something in ministry, So I was, I'm, I think I was 17 years old. Um, I was in a very good, healthy, strong youth group, excuse me. And, um, and my youth pastor had, uh, he had tasked me with planning parts of an event. So every year we had a big fall event, um, you know, we would go camping, um, as a youth group and, you know, we'd have, it was one of the the highlights of the year was going camping and having, you know, all these fun games and things that we did. And so one of the things that he tasked me with is putting together some of the events, putting together some of the games that we did over the course of the, you know, it was, uh, I, I believe it was like a Friday night into a Saturday, you know, noon time around there. So he wanted me to plan the events. And for those who don't know me, I, I'm even going back to 17 year old me. I, you know, I'm very detail oriented. 
you know, I like to have all my ducks in a row. I like to have everything set. Um, you know, I don't, I don't really like things to get out of control very much, um, to the chagrin of my children. Um, and so even at 17 years old, I was very structured, very organized, planned everything out, very detailed. And so, you know, he gave me this task of plan and I was excited. I was super excited about putting it together. I was excited at the fact that he had trusted me and that he'd given, given me this, um, this opportunity. And, you know, he really just kind of said, run with it and do, you know, whatever you think is best. And, and, you know, any way that he could help, you know, I was free to ask. And so, so I did, I put together all these, all these, uh, activities that we were going to do and I purchased everything that needed to be done and I, all that did it all. And so we get to the camp out and, you know, everything starts going well, you know, everybody gets settled, they get the tents pitched, you know, everything is, is working well. I get all my stuff in order, events and everything are planned. All the pieces are where they need to be. And then at one point there was, I had set up a game of some sort. I can't remember, but there were prizes with it. There were, I, I want to say there were cups of something, cups of M&Ms or I can't trail mix. I don't remember what it was, but anyway, I'd set this up ready to go. And, um, without thinking, I just didn't think, you know, at that point I wasn't very aware of, of people and what they naturally do. And so I had set this up. Well, naturally, you know, I went off and I did something else and I came back a few minutes later and naturally some people had started to grab the prize cups and just started eating them. Well, you know, for them, from their perspective, it was just a snack that was out. They had no idea that it was part of the game or part of the activity I was planning. They had no idea. And so I started to get frustrated, like, wait, that's not, wait, it needs to be, that's not what it's for, you know, and my youth pastor, knowing me and very wise and in, in his leadership of me, recognized the panic that started to come over me. And he comes over and he puts his arm around me and, and he just tells me, he said, you know, Brandon, you need a really good job of planning this, really good job of putting it all together, uh, really good job of, you know, really doing what I asked you to do and, and, and making this event uh, happen. And he said, I want to teach you something, though, in this moment. And I said, okay. And I, you know, I kind of let all of my angst and frustration and everything kind of melt away. And I, you know, I said, okay, I'm, I'm ready to learn. I'm, I want to be teachable. And he said, you know, when you plan events or when you plan things or when you put things together for people, you know, you want to plan it down to the details. You want to make sure that everything's in, in place, that everything's where it needs to be, that everything you've thought of everything, you want to do that. He said, but when the event starts, when things start happening and all these people now start populating your event, you need to just let things happen. Let it go. Let it happen. Let it be what it is because you can't control what's happening around you. You can't control what everybody else does. And so just let it happen. And what you'll find is that everybody will have fun and you will have fun because you're not stressed about what's going on around you. And this has become words of wisdom that I have carried with me through the course of my entire ministry. Now, to be honest, you know, ideally in, in a perfect world, that conversation would be had, you know, I would, I would learn my lesson right there at the event and I would smile and I would say, thank you, Pastor Kerry. Kerry Huffman was my youth pastor. Thank you, Pastor Kerry, for teaching me this. And then I would go and do likewise and, and, and do exactly what he said from that point on. Unfortunately, that obviously wasn't the case for me. It was, it, it was a very hard lesson that's taken many, many years for me to learn and to understand and to, and to, to grasp. 
And quite honestly, there are still moments and times where, uh, where I forget that. Because again, I like to have everything in, a, in, in an order. And especially now in my ministry, a lot of times I create things, you know, and I'm very detailed for the experience that I'm creating for the people. And so whoever's coming to my event, I've created all these details because I want the experience to be a certain experience for you. I want it to, you know, evoke a certain emotion, or I want it to be a place where you're comfortable enough to um, have a certain uh, 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 experience in it or whatever the case is. So I, in my head, I have created this event and every detail for your benefit, you as the attender. And when it starts to go, a little off or a little haywire, a little out of my plan, then I start to get a little stressed out because I'm afraid it's going to ruin the experience of those who are coming in. But the reality is, and this is what I've learned, is that me getting all stressed out and frustrated and everything else actually is what ruins their experience. And so again, I wish I would have, you know, I wish I could say that I've learned it and I've mastered it and I'm great at it, but there's still times where it's a struggle for me. And, and part of that is because of my personality. But when I am getting stressed and overwhelmed and when things in my world feel like they might be a little bit out of control, this becomes harder and harder and harder for me because there is a subconscious element within us that when our world is out of control, then we want to grab a hold of the things we can control and control them. It's just a part of who we are. It's part of our human nature. Even those of us who aren't type A, those of us who are, you know, you know, not, um, you know, that are, that are big charismatic, you know, type personalities who are, uh, you know, pretty easygoing and go with the flow type people. When we start to get stressed and we start to go get overwhelmed and we start to grasp out for things that we can control because we feel like our lives are out of control. And so what the test is that you and I and every other pastor and ministry leader is about to go through in the next few days, the test is, are you flexible? Are you a flexible person? Are you in a flexible place? Can you be flexible over the course of this next weekend? Because if you are a naturally flexible person and you find yourself this weekend not being flexible, then that should be cause for concern. Because that might be an indication, I'm saying that it is, but it might be an indication, a very strong indication that you are not in an emotionally healthy place. It doesn't mean you're struggling with depression. It doesn't mean that you are ready to walk out of the ministry. It might just be a a small warning sign that you're trying to control things around you because you feel like things are out of control in your life. You're going to try and control every volunteer, every staff member. You're going to try and you're going to watch over their shoulder and make sure it goes exactly how you want it to go because you feel like something in your life is out of control. When we're in emotionally healthy places, we're a lot more laid back, a lot more chill, a lot more go with the flow, a lot more flexible, and we're a lot more easygoing. And quite honestly, those are the staff members or those are the, the, the lead pastors or the pastors and ministry leaders. Those are the ones that everybody likes to work with because they're not driving forward all the time. Now, I've worked with some high caliber leaders who are driven, but also remain flexible in their leadership and in the execution of events. 
they understand because they're high powered leaders, they understand that we plan, we prepare, we put everything in place. But then once we hit the go button, a million things are going to happen that are going to get us out of our plan. There's the old saying that your plan is only as good as when you start the event. And so what I want us to do this weekend as we are preparing and getting into the events of this weekend is pay attention to how you're handling things. Are you getting all tense and frustrated because things aren't going the way you want them to? They're not going exactly as planned. And there is, there is, there is a certain space where you get to correct and you get to, you know, make sure that things are, are happening. Like there is a certain space where that is understandable and acceptable. But what you have to do is you have to recognize, am I going beyond that? Am I, am I micromanaging all of my volunteers and all of my leaders? Am I yelling at my staff members because things aren't the way I want them to be? Am I emotionally overrun because the weekend isn't being executed at the level or at the place that I want them to be? And here's maybe the harder pill to swallow is that if you are not being flexible as the, as the events of this weekend unfold, if you're not being flexible and, and if that's an indication that you are not in an emotionally healthy place, the real question that you need to start asking then is if I'm not in an emotionally healthy place, am I really leading in a way, am I pastoring my staff and my volunteers in a way that they were really prepared to execute this weekend the way I wanted it. Because a lot of times what I find in myself and other pastors and ministry leaders that I've worked with is that when we're not in an emotionally healthy place, when we're overrun, when we're tired, when we're stressed, when we're frustrated, we're not communicating clearly. We're not communicating what we're wanting. We're, we're saying short phrases and, and expecting people to understand what we mean. We're not open to questions because we see it as a challenge or we see it as, as questioning our authority. We're not open to those things. And so when we come to the, a weekend or an event like this weekend, we have been closed off and not communicating well. So the team has done the best they can and they've prepared the best they could to execute what they think you are wanting, but they're not really sure because you haven't allowed them to ask the questions they needed to or you've not communicated the way you needed to, to help them be prepared. Now, if, if there is the chance that your staff just really isn't making this happen, your volunteers really aren't making things happen and you are golden boy, shining star, making it all work. And they're just not executing. Then again, the hard part is you got to go back to your own leadership. Are you not training them well enough? Are you not choosing staff members and volunteers at the level that you need them to be? And do you need to maybe revisit how you hire or train your staff and volunteers? You know, one of the hardest principles about leadership, about being a pastor, about being a ministry leader, is that it all falls on us. Like the buck stops with us. God has commissioned us. He's empowered us. He's developed us. He has um, um, placed us to steward the resources around us. And that's primarily the people that he's put in our lives and in our ministries. And we need to be in an emotionally healthy place to lead them well, because it all comes down on us. We're the end of the road. If something is going wrong, it's our responsibility. 
And that's why I feel like it's so important that we are in emotionally healthy places, that we are in a place where we can love fully, where we can communicate clearly, uh, where we can, you know, do the things that we need to do to hear from God and to speak to his people in an effective way. And so my prayer for you today and tomorrow is that amidst all of the planning and and final touches for this weekend, that you are able to take time and pause and rest and mentally get into a place where you can be emotionally healthy. Even if there are issues and things you need to deal with, even if you're, you're feeling overwhelmed and stressed, try in these next couple of days to just get an emotionally healthy place in your mind and in your heart. So you can walk through this weekend being flexible. Because when you're flexible, then you know that you are in a better, healthy, emotional state than if you're not. Again, it's just one indicator and it's not, it may just be a warning sign for you to take note of. Take the next couple of days and get yourself in a place where you're ready to deal with what's going on. And if you go through this weekend and you're barking orders and yelling at people and you're frustrated and angry and, because it's not going the way you wanted, then come Monday, you need to have a real come to Jesus moment in your office or in your prayer, cl- prayer closet or wherever it is you are. And you need to spend some time and talk to God about where you are emotionally. Because you as a person, outside of being a minister or a pastor, you as a person are more important than whatever ministry you're a part of. God is concerned about you. He loves you, not because you serve him, not because you pastor his people. He loves you because of who you are. And you being in an emotionally healthy place is valuable to him. And it's valuable to everybody that follows you, all of your congregation members, all of your volunteers, all of your staff members. They love you. They want the best for you. And they want you to be in an emotionally healthy place. So taking an hour or taking an afternoon or taking 20 minutes, whatever you can do to get yourself in an emotionally healthy place before this weekend is valuable. And whatever you need to do come Monday to get into a long-term emotionally healthy place is worth whatever money, whatever time, whatever you can do, whatever you need to do to get there. So, That's my challenge for you. That's the test that's lying in front of you. Take it seriously. Really take some time to assess yourself. Maybe have one of your other staff members or your spouse or somebody pay attention to you over this weekend and let you know if you're really in an inflexible stance through the weekend because things aren't going the way you wanted to. Because it it may be a red flag and an indicator that things are getting a little bit out of control internally for you. And I want you to be healthy and strong, to lead God's people and to advance his kingdom. Okay? So have a great rest of the day. I will see you in the next episode.